Good day. This is Revel, and I am in sunny Southern California. And this is Alyssa, and I'm in sunny Maine. And you are listening to Rockin' Rockin Radio. Radio. All right, two weeks in a row we got you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't even know where I am anymore. Am I in California, Maine, Boston? (laughs) Hey, you're tripping. You're tripping. I really think I have a gypsy spirit. I said to Dennis, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm never going to be happy in one place. It's good we have a few few places all over because keeps me uh, keeps me hopping. <laughs> well, it is good. And, and once you get really settled in the business, have some other people who can take care of a lot of it for you. Once you let go of the control, Alyssa. Did I say, did <laughs> I say that on the air? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I've already got like a full staff, but it's. You know, Dennis is like, they can do it. I'm always on the phone, even in, you know, when yeah. we were just in California for a few sure. days. And, and now it's hard. <laughs> well, sometimes people make it hard. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I think you're still you're still testing, though. You're still trying to get everything organized so it stays running the way well, you, you know want. you know what it is? I am a wicked perfectionist. It's so funny because in my personal life, I'm so easygoing and you know people who meet me say oh you're such a free spirit you're so but in, in business stuff i'm such a control freak and and i think i mean not a control freak i think in a bad way i've just i've built this from the ground up and i have a multi-million dollar business now and it's important to me to make sure you know the customer service is great the products are great and you know it's, it's well important. you have a vision too yeah, and not yeah. everybody who who you hire has that vision right. until you and get it's them. Important yeah, it's very important sure. that the the vision all works together for right. everybody. And I have amazing, amazing people. Where I mean, I've really lucked out because Dennis used to say to me, "You know, you don't have to be best friends with everyone you hire." But it's uh, finally I said to him, "You know what? I do because it's not like they're working down the hall in a uh, company where I'm never going to see them." I mean. This is, they become part of my family, and we're really good to our employees, and they become part of my family, and they're all excited about, I mean, I wake up with different ideas, and every week is a different, I'm off on another project, and, you know, so it's kind of hectic for them, but it's it's exciting for them, and and they're excited to be a part of it, and I include them in it, so it's, it's really cool. Okay. Yeah, and we're actually looking for, I just sent out a bulk email, we're looking for another shipper because we're just growing so much. So, Oh, I got I got that email. I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. a shipper person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my own. my own customer service person, and we're just growing by leaps and bounds, so it's cool. That is very cool. Yeah. That is very cool. I mean, there's there's things that happen where people attempt to try and derail what you're doing because the bigger you get. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I went through that this year. I had so much stuff. It was interesting. I kept thinking, why am I creating this? And, you know, I had a stalker, and then I had all, you know, a lot of stuff. And How's she doing? Like a, huh? How's your stalker doing? Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's well. <laughs> uh, she's you know, so bothering you? It. Uh, well, we've, uh, <laughs> we've spent, like, unbelievable amounts of money on a lawyer. and But we, um, yeah, we're... we're you know, suing her and all this stuff. It's a nightmare. But we even talked to the FBI about her. And um, But she, I think we got it under control. I think it's it's really been an interesting process with her. Mm. But uh, 
you know, I kept thinking, why am I creating this? And it was like, okay, how badly do I want this? And how much do I want to put myself out there? And it's funny, I feel like I'm coming out the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I've just learned to... Um, it's been difficult because I don't have the personality of... I never liked being anyone's boss, and I've really had to step up to the plate on that, you know, in a big way because yeah. I have a big staff now. And it's just interesting. I've seen myself change and grow as a person, and it's just been an interesting year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, let me see. I was going to ask you a few things here. People do send us emails where I get little ideas, things. Um, birth control. That comes up a lot. And mm. when people are on birth control, I don't even know what the question is, but that's that's something that comes up on the Raw Food Talk board quite a bit. Yeah. And... I really don't know how to answer that because when I was on birth control, which was for 13 years, mm. and my uh, liver started hemorrhaging, which is what got me mm. off of it, yeah. Uh, at that time, it was a lot stronger than it is now, I understand. I don't know. I don't, you know, but birth control pills are um, steroids. Are what? Steroids. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because I don't really know how to answer that either, but I definitely, birth control pills are, yeah, I mean, I took them when I was really, you know, much younger, but um, I wouldn't do it now. I mean, to me, it's like taking any kind of prescription drug or anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's, you're kind of at a loss as to what to do with the, when you're young and you want yeah. to indulge, and for me... You say when it, you want to indulge? Yes, when you want to indulge. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all still like to indulge? Well, yeah, but, but when you're younger, yeah. But you know, at my age, it's not it's not a big deal because I, I don't I don't have any concern about birth control. Right. Well, I don't either because of Dennis. Who's... Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Dennis. Dennis just got outed. Yeah, he's sex. <laughs> nice. He's been desexed. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, Dennis. Don't worry about that anymore. It's wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, but when I was still doing the, the when I stopped um, the birth control pills, um, it came down to you either have to use, you got to use a condom. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, because um, wh- what is that they said about natural, um, the rhythm method is called pregnancy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember yeah, what, the, what the saying is, but the rhythm method is called getting pregnant or something. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know how to answer that. And um, I, I think you just got to got to go with what works best for you at any given time. I, if I were 20 or 25 or however old I was when I started sex, um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell anybody on that. And I no, know there, I don't either. I mean, there's... birth control, I think, is, I mean, uh, the pill and stuff, I, I'm not for, just because, again, to me, it's, it's just, you know, it's like dangerous. a I mean, it affects your body, you know, yeah. I think negatively. Um, but, you know, so I, I don't think that's a good choice. But, yeah, when you're younger, sometimes it's the better choice, so I don't really know. And, of course, there's also abstinence. Yeah, but how fun is that? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said, how fun is that? <laughs> well, I don't know. we got to realize who's listening to this program. Oh, that's true. That could be. Okay, yeah. so that's a good so... choice for many, many people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're talking, we're talking reality here. Yeah. That yeah. people are going to have sex. Yeah. And so, what, you know, I'd suggest that, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I got on the pill because I had cramping so bad. I was um, 
I think I was 18 or 16 or something. I think I was 16, and then the doctor put me on it. Not because Mm. I was having sex, but because, and I didn't know what it was they were giving me. Uh, and I remember on the on the ride on the car on the on the car on the ride home, my mother realized what it was. Oh wow! And I was. Oh, what did you think they were putting you on steroids? Or I had no idea. You know, at that time we didn't we weren't really versed in stuff, yeah, and it was doctors question. are God, and we we did what they said, and so yeah. they gave me this pill that was mm-hmm. supposed to stop the cramping. Yeah, it did. Mm. But it opened up a new area of my life as well. Yeah, <laughs> but not, I, I was nineteen, I think, before I had my first sexual encounter. Mm. Just before, oh I was boy, 19. this is an interesting topic. <laughs> yeah, how did we get here? Okay, we talked about birth know. control because it does come up on the um, <laughs> does come up on the board. I've not read the the thing, but there there's our version of birth control. Yeah. We can't yeah, tell I you what to do. It, it is, I think, a tough thing because when you're raw and. Are you trying to be healthy? You don't want to be putting chemicals, whatever, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's in birth control or, you know, we've talked about taking medications for colds or, you know, when you're ill. exactly. So, yeah, it's, you know, I'm not sure. I haven't had to deal with it for, you know, quite a few years now, so I don't know what the best way, what the best natural method is. I know there's also, when I was younger, um... When I owned a health food store and stuff, I know there was, what is it, wild yam? I mean, there's, like, herbs that, you know, they say uh, you can take as birth control, but I just don't know how um, how effective they really are. Yeah, th- I, th- I think that's something you really need to discuss with a doctor or somebody who can give you more information on it. There used to be something called the sponge, and they took that off the market. Oh, yeah, wasn't that a Seinfeld episode? Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a sponge. It was something like that. The she went and bought all of all of the package. Yeah, yeah she bought like 80 cases because yeah. they were going to go out of. Uh, out of <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah, but anyway, um, <clears throat> what I'm doing is looking at this list of of things I had written down that I saw or that people have mentioned on mm. um, on. Uh, on the boards that I've I've looked at. And yes. so I just put little notes and I don't even know what most of them mean. Okay, B12, do you take it? Um, yeah, I, I I don't because again, you guys have heard me say this, I'm just lazy and busy and I forget <laughs> and I don't like taking stuff, but I don't if you're worried about B12 and, you know, say vegetarians and vegans are deficient in B12, it's this is a topic and anybody who tells, you know, sometimes people will say, "Well, do I need it? Don't I need it?" But nobody really knows. I mean, for a long time, Gabriel Cousins was saying you could get it from seaweeds and different foods, and now he's saying you can't. So if you're worried about it, just take it. You can take a sublingual B12 once a month, and it's going to be fine. So if you've been vegan for a long time and you feel like you're somebody who could be deficient in it, you're worried about it, just take it. I mean, don't murder out about it. Yeah, yeah it's it's not that big a deal. Just take it or yeah. not. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know it's, it's your body, go- and if you're afraid, because people keep talking about if you're afraid, Take it. Yeah, and it's, you know, my sister takes it. Um, she used to take B12 injections because she had the lead poisoning and stuff, so she was really deficient in B12 and all kinds of other stuff. And when I would go visit her, she had some really good B12 tablets. I like It just energetically felt good, so I would take it when I'm with her. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm bad about it. I don't take it all the time, but I have. I mean, I'm not against it or anything. Okay, that's a B12 topic. We'll be back in a moment. Great.
You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hi, this is Revel. We're back with Rockin' Radio. Um, if you haven't checked out MySpace.com, we'd love to have you as a friend. So MySpace.com slash Rockin' Radio. My website's Revelations.com, and that's R-E-2-V's as in victory, E-L-L-A-T-I-O-N-S.com, where you can sign up for my sometimes weekly revelations, find out about my teleclasses or my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and Smoothies and Smoothies for Life. You can get those as a soft cover or as a um, ebook, and we also have a few other things on there. We've got another site where we'll be listing all the raw food events and sites and stuff available. It's going to be it is raw rawretreat.com. We're still working on that one. That's not totally going yet. But if you want to hear any of my podcasts, I got a whole bunch of them going, and just go to Revel. Dot com R E two visas and victory E L L dot com. That's very simple, and you can find out more about um, all the podcasts I'm doing. I'm not going to go into them now because we're having fun talking about email. <laughs> <laughs> wacky emails. Well, well it's, it's, some of them are wacky, but some of them are. Well, we haven't talked about the wacky ones yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to hear those. I want to hear about those. But let, let's just talk about some of the things that we've been getting on Spill Your Beans and Re, on Alyssa Gets to her company. Mm. Now, understand this. The the Raw Food Talk Board was made for a purpose. Mm. There's things that Alyssa and I do not do that we cannot really answer, and also the fact that sometimes these questions are so open-ended mm-hmm. that there's well, no yeah, way. Like sometimes we'll get a, a, you know, we love getting, like Kim, Kim, who is the customer service, she answers all the emails. She will get a lot of questions, specific questions. People are worried about something or wondering, or they have the book and they have a question. But it's funny because some people will leave, like you said, such open-ended emails like, um, I'm... Uh, I'm pregnant, what do I do? And I mean, that's not going to take two lines to write. It's That's a whole process. So that's why I made the board, so you can go in there and chat with people and find out. And Yeah, who, who's who, yeah? chat with people who've been there, done that. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. a lot of these things, I neither of us have children. Right. But there are lots of people on rawfoodtalk.com who have children who have mm-hmm. already done the things you are probably asking there's a banana on there and i can say it on this show do the search yeah and there's also a whole section it's called uh, i think it's child childbirth and pregnancy or child care and pregnancy i there's a whole separate forum i made for mm-hmm. it so there's a lot of great information there and you've got a new new forum there for the teenagers don't you Right. I, yeah, I made one for teenagers. I haven't checked that one, but I thought for, you know, there were some young people who um, were in high school or college and they, you know, want to know. I mean, they have different kind of different set of circumstances and issues that come up. So Yeah, like fi- finances and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a kind of a cool topic. Yeah, so about just about anything you 
have a question on, mm-hmm. uh, there's an answer there on that board. And if not, just put it out there. Yeah, because yeah, so, somebody will probably answer your question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even it's a great if it's place for recipes, some of the people have. Oh, oh my, my God! Some, some of the really great recipes. There's a oh. whole section. It's a, called the recipe section, and um, yeah, there's there's some really cool stuff in there. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's a very very it's a great opportunity to really get to know other people who are in your situation in your areas as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, another place you can go to is rawfoodmeetup.com or just go to meetup, M-E-E-T, up.com and find people in your area. Mm-hmm. Southern California, we've got this huge meetup uh, community. Really? So what, I've never even been there. What is it? Just like a Yahoo group and then you go on and find people? Well, what it is is where people actually get to meet each other. Oh, cool. In their area. And so you, you go to meetup.com, you find your area, and then oh. you put raw food or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we did a meetup here. Um, I guess we were in, um, we were on Bel Air. We were at, the, at our other house when mm. when I did one. And we mm. had like 16 people show up. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that's a really good way to meet people and connect with people in your area. Like if you're having problems finding the food you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your area, the meetup people, and also on Alyssa's site, there's people from. Oh, it's international. That site is so international. Yeah. And so, if you have problems, like there's one person I think in the UK saying, "I can't get Alyssa's book. Where, where has anybody else gotten it in the UK? Mm-hmm. Because they may not want to pay for the shipping." Mm-hmm. But I think that's probably going to be in the cost anyway. I don't know how that works. When... Yeah, there's uh, well, there's uh, a couple of different. I have distributors over there and all kinds of stuff. So. Oh, okay, so you already yeah. have distributors, yeah, so yeah. people can purchase the book in various countries. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. I have an Australian distributor, a UK distributor. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That yeah. needs to be known. Now it's known. Yeah. So anybody in Australia or UK, Canada? Uh, Canada. You know, it's so wild. I've a ton of teachers in Canada, and so many of them have said, I'm going to come down and just get, because they can drive down, it's, you know, five, six hours and mm-hmm. um, from where I am in Maine. And I said, yeah, come. there's a couple of my teachers who wanted to do that and come down and get like 500, 1,000 books, and they never did. And I think they're crazy because we get a ton of orders. from. We sell so much stuff to Canada. But it's, you know, it costs people more money. They'd rather buy it up there. So there are a bunch of my teachers that order 10, 20 books at a time, and they're selling them. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't have a main distributor there. So, um, But the U.K., uh, Cheryl at Raw Pleasure, she's my distributor in Australia. Okay. And Anna Markham, uh, the Get Fresh Network, was um, my distributor. But they're going through some changes, and Karen gave that up. There's somebody else who owns Get Fresh now. So... Anna Markham, who's another one of my teachers, uh, she's my distributor for the UK, not right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of ways okay. to get it. My yeah, book is books easy to get. Whole Foods <laughs> and all kinds of places like that. Cool. Yeah. My books are easy to get. Just order them online, and if you yeah. um, are in Europe or Canada or wherever else, just uh, email me. And because PayPal's just been messing with us, they've oh. they've been sending our books to uh, Europe for the same prices in the states. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I've been eating that because, I mean, what do you say? You know, yeah. I, I can't send it to you for this price. Yeah, right. And See, so, that's the problem with my book. It's so big. Yeah. It's 4.5 pounds. So people will go on 
online to order it, and they'll say, oh, my God, it costs, you know, however much to wherever, to ship you it, know, yeah. 40 bucks. But it's they don't realize, you know, they think it's a half a pound book or less. So oh, it's a huge book. It's a huge oh, book, and God. that's the only problem. That's the only drawback with my book. It's so big. I'll never do that again. But for the first, you know, my, my first book, I mean, it's great because it's packed with all the information you need. So. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, and for those of you uh, who are asking these questions, well, there's certain questions like somebody asked about as a marathon runner. Now, I don't run marathons. You ever run a marathon? Not a marathon, no. No, and I'm I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a runner. So that question definitely needs to go in the raw food exercise because there are a lot of marathoners there. Oh yeah, that, that's a big forum on the rawfoodtalk.com board because there's a whole section on exercise and people are. That's kind of a cool, every once in a while I'll go in there, people are really helpful in there. There's people who do yoga and running and uh, all kinds of different sports. And, yeah, if you post in there, you'll get tons of tons of answers. Yeah, there, there's, there's so many answers there, and there's so many people who have been doing raw for so long and, and from so, such varying lifestyles. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. And now people are starting to meet each other from the Raw Food Talk board. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Yeah, I did think at one point I wanted to do a raw food talk uh, get together, but uh um, I just haven't really haven't had time to to even think about doing it because it's a whole thing to set it up. But it would that would be kind of a cool thing. Well, people are are talking about doing one maybe on the East Coast, one on Mm. the West Coast, which would be kind of fun. And maybe uh, that that would be really cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll invite me. Because <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it, so. <laughs> well, it's it's just been talk. Uh, if we get the, um, we're trying to get a retreat together, and if we do that, and we're also looking at putting a uh, a cruise. A cruise, yeah. We yeah. talked about doing a cruise. Yeah, I did that a couple of years ago, and like 150 people showed up. It was really fun. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That I just did cool. it kind of well, kind of low key. I didn't really even announce it that much. You know, I put out a bulk email, and that was it. I had. So many people, but it was really fun to meet a lot of people that I know, you know, bought my book years ago or were on the board. So that was kind of fun. So if we do a cruise, you're going to show up, you're going to cancel everything you got going and, and <laughs> yeah, show we'll up see. so but, that yeah, we can yeah, have Yeah, I don't some... have any major TV stuff going on or something. I'll be there. I would just tell them you have, they have to wait. You're in demand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So w- one of the things I, I've noticed is that People, especially with natural healing, we've only got a couple minutes on this segment, but mm. people don't stay with something long enough for it to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- people, I think people are so used to the medical model, like take a pill, you know, fast, quick and easy. And, and it's different with with natural remedies. It takes longer. Yeah. And they expect immediate changes. And it's not like when you take yeah. a pill, what happens is a lot of things are masked yeah. and a lot of things are dulled. Like if yeah. you've got pain, they're, yeah. they're, the pain has been suppressed or dulled, and you're not really healed. Right. You're just stuffing it back down. And when you go raw, what happens is all that stuff you stuffed, whether it's physical, emotional, mental pain, mm-hmm. it's going to come up, as we have said in previous shows. Yep. And the thing is to stay with eating raw long enough for yourself, for you to get through it and get right. some help if you need it. Right. It's a cleanse. It's a detox. It's going to come up, but then you'll clean it out. But it, it takes longer than taking a pill and within five minutes and you don't feel the pain and you're numbed out and it's not really gone. It's just suppressed. So. Yeah, which a lot of people get used to and they really yeah. like that, but it's not, you know, in the long run, it's going to come back and bite you in the tush. Yep. 
It really is. And so natural healing does take time to heal because whatever condition your body is in, that didn't happen in two weeks. It didn't happen in 30 days. Right. Well, I always tell people, you eat lousy or you don't take care of yourself for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and then you expect like three days to be healed. (laughs) It always seems weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you're so used to doing what it takes to just stop the feeling, stop the pain, stop the whatever. And um, people especially have been on fast, you know, these diets. Anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Great. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hey, this is Alyssa, and you can find me at AlyssaCohen.com, along with my book, Living on Live Food, and my CD. If you don't have my, actually, DVD, it's a three-and-a-half-hour DVD, which teaches you how to make uh, 20 different meals. It's uh, really high energy. There's two women sitting across the counter asking all kinds of questions. It's a really good tool if you just don't know where to start or what to do. Along with the book, it's 600 pages, four-and-a-half pounds, a wealth of information, 300 recipes. So make sure you go to alyssacohen.com. And you've got to check out livejuicyeatraw.com. Some amazing T-shirts and tank tops and bags and aprons, huge fruit logos, really cool stuff. They're just flying out of here, so people are loving them. And uh, that's about it. I'm still waiting for mine. I know. It's on the way. It's on the way. Well, I hope by this time, by the time this particular program airs, it's (laughs) here. I keep hearing about it. Uh, Lucy (laughs) keeps talking about hers. Oh, yeah. Does she like hers? Oh, she loves them. What did she get? The cherry? I have no idea. I've not not seen it, but... uh, She had a picture up of it. She had a picture up, yeah. Yeah, she did. They're they're unbelievable. They're, They're so unique. They're huge pieces of fruit, but the graphics are incredible. And then it says Live Juicy, Eat Raw, and script writing. And then on the back it says LiveJuicyEatRaw.com. But the, the material, I had them made. I couldn't find any organic cotton shirts that I liked. They were all real cheesy, thin. I just didn't like them. They weren't high quality. Mm-hmm. So I had them made specifically. I mean, I, want, I told You went and I picked out the material? Yeah, well, I got samples of material. Wow. And I did the, um, the measurements, the, the length of the sleeve, and how the tank top fit. I did all of it. So, because I, first of all, I hate shopping. I'm not a clothes person. But when I do buy stuff, I like it to be comfortable. And I can't stand things that bind or that are rough or itchy. Mm-hmm. And the way till you feel the um, the softness of these is incredible. I'm waiting. It's like wearing baby's clothes. I'm waiting. I know. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I, no, I'm going to tell everybody what I ordered. I wanted the tank top. Well, I, I couldn't wanted... make out what you even wanted from your email. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know the papaya, right? Yeah. What else did you want? 
I'm writing it down right now. Oh, oh yeah, it's on the way. It's not. It's not even be sent yet. Oh, what a witch! I'll send it today. I promise. Because <laughs> I wanted a tank top. I wanted a, a what was it? A short sleeve or three quarter? It's a three quarter inch sleeve. Yeah, I got to have one of those and right. why not? And a bag. We'll figure out. Yeah, tell me after the show what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted the papaya. I wanted something juicy looking. I, I love that papaya. And what else do we have? Choices. We have the papaya, the guava, guava. The, black, the blackberry, the cherry, the coconut, and the kiwi. They're all real. I, I keep looking at them, and I think, oh, that's my favorite. And then I think, oh, that's my favorite. I can't decide. I think it was a guava. I think, I remember, I didn't know what the, what the heck the it was. The pink one. Oh, is it pink? It's a pink. <laughs> yeah, the orange one. Is, yeah, look online. and look at a Lynn Juicy. Oh, you mean I got to do this again? Out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're all really cool. <laughs> I know. It's difficult to figure if you're only going to get three things. It know? is. And also, I have a special that if you get three or more, it's cheaper. You get like 5% off. So that's on there, too. You'll see it on the site. Yeah, because I'm her buddy. Yeah. <laughs> send, send me one of each yeah. um, anyway uh, there's a couple things we we were just talking about not staying with something long enough yep. okay and that's that's what people don't do but what's interesting to me is uh everyone practices something mm-hmm. so the thing to ask yourself what is it you are practicing see one of the things some of the, <laughs> i was at where was i I was at some kind of meeting the other day. Mm. Oh, I know where I went. I went to a um, National Speakers Association meeting. I'm, I'm, um, I speak to students about um, suicide. I go to schools, colleges, oh, yeah. and talk to students about suicide. And one of the things we had was we had groups, and mm-hmm. each each group had these four speakers come around and talk to you so that you could uh, learn how to market or speak better or whatever it was mm. and this one person said what what is your um um uh, like your the best thing you do and i said mine's procrastinate uh, she really? goes what i said procrastinate and she was at a loss as to what to say <laughs> mm. <laughs> i said i'm really good at procrastinating so <laughs> my question for people who are listening that you all practice something what is it you practice? Mm. See, when people first started smoking, most people I know, when they started smoking, it, it, it made them sick. Mm-hmm. So how did they get to become a smoker? They practiced. Did right. you ever notice? You ever see a kid who's first learning how to smoke? You can tell they, they, don't, they don't inhale. Yeah. They don't know how to hold it. They're trying to look sophisticated. Mm-hmm. So what are you practicing? Are you practicing something that's enhancing your life or are you practicing something that's deteriorating? Are you practicing complaining or are you Mm -hmm. practicing appreciating? These are things that will enhance your raw food experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I always tell people it's not what you do every single day it's it's what you do most of the time on a regular basis on a regular basis because it's the things if you say okay i'm going to do this to make myself healthier or to make myself happier but you do it once a month or what it's not it's what you do most of the time that becomes a habit exactly yeah that's what that well that's why you have the 30-day challenge 
Right. Because yeah. once you get past 30 days, you're probably, yeah. even if you go back to eating uh, cooked food or fast food or whatever it is your, your tendency is, mm-hmm. what will happen if you do a full 30 days is mm-hmm. you will, your body will tell you, I felt the best I ever did. On thir- mm. when I was eating raw. So you'll keep coming back to it. One of the biggest questions I see on Raw Food Talk, and actually any any board I go on that's that's got to do with raw, mm-hmm. one of the main questions is how long did it take you before you went 100%? And I want to bring this up again to you because we, we talked about this in, mm. our, in, un, in our interview on um, celebrating your potential, mm. that you did not do this overnight and stay raw, right? No, absolutely. I, I went raw... I got totally turned on to it. I went wrong. I was, I loved it, but I was on for, I don't even remember. I mean, it was 20 years ago or more, but I did it. Um, I did it and I loved it and I did it for a couple months, but then uh, social factors got in the way. I mean, whatever it was, so whether I was going out to eat with friends and I said, okay, I'll just, you know, go off tonight and then I'll get back on. And, and it became this whole roller coaster thing. I was raw for a few months and I'd go off. Then I was raw for a couple of weeks and I'd go off. Then I was raw for a couple of months and I'd go off. And then, you know, it started to get longer and longer. I'd go raw for six months, then I'd go off, then a year, and then I'd go off. And I used to beat myself up about it, especially at the beginning. And then I would say, oh, forget it. I'm not going to be that strict with myself. I'll just, on the weekends, I'm going to go out with friends and have a life, and I'll just do raw during the week. And it didn't feel good to me. I, I didn't feel the effects of raw. So I said, all right, I'm going to go raw once a month. I'll cheat and eat cooked food, and then I'll be raw the rest of the time. And it, it was a process. I mean, I used to beat myself up over it, which it was, which wasn't a good thing. But there's a couple of things. One was that the longer I did it, then the longer the periods of raw became, because it just became the more I did it, a couple of weeks or a couple of months, it just became easier, and that was my natural thing. So when I did go off, it felt weird. So then the next time I went on to raw food. I would just normally stay on raw until something really knocked me off, you know. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, I mean, we've you know, I've talked about this too. At one point, I just decided I can't do this. I mean, every, especially at that time, Revel. I mean, it's 20 years ago, and most, you know, raw was, you didn't hear about it. I mean, there was one book out, Ann Wigmore's book, Recipes for a Longer Life, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing, but... It got to the point, you know, a few years after that, that, okay, I don't feel good. Maybe I'm not normal. Maybe the rest of the world can eat cooked food. I, I don't know why, but I, something must be wrong with me. I just cannot eat cooked food and feel good, and I'm not going to do it anymore. And when I really decided, my friends would ask me to go out to eat, and I'd say, no, come over here. I'll make a ton of food. And I just was determined to turn people on to raw, and they loved the food, and I just started building up a network of friends. And I was just so clear about it that, you know, I, I did lose a couple of people, but not good friends, but people who I was hanging out with or things that I was doing. It just didn't, it didn't fit into the environment that I was creating for myself. Mm-hmm. So it just became, I didn't, it, like over time, now when I look back, I think, yeah, I can see it. Like it just became the norm. That's what I was doing. But it didn't happen overnight. I really had to just get it into all of my cells and my being and, and decide that, yeah, this is okay. I'm, I also had a way, like, how do I feel when I go off? How do I feel when I'm on? So it's, you know, you can't beat yourself up over it. It's not a raw food world. And no. um, it's not the, quote, norm in our society yet. You know, it, it is getting, I mean, now raw food is so much more prevalent. Yeah, um, but still in certain areas, of course, it's not. But yeah, let, let me, let you me say know this. anybody who's raw and... It just, the more you do it, the more it becomes, you know, you do it for a few days, you go off, you do it for a week, you go off, you do it for a month, and then it's like, 
okay, this is what I'm doing most of the time. So it's not about mm-hmm. beating yourself up when you go off of it. But the more you do it, just keep doing it. And then it becomes the, the normal thing. When you go off and eat cooked food, that becomes the thing that doesn't feel as good or doesn't exactly. feel as natural. Sure. And you know, people can say, well, now you're doing it because you've got all these raw people around here, around you, and so it's easy for you. And basically it is now. But at the time, yeah, I mean, it I had wasn't. to create that. I mean, yeah. I was just—I wasn't. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody knew I wasn't a raw food. You know, I didn't have a book, and 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 I wasn't living in California. I was in Massachusetts. I mean, nobody knew what raw. Seriously, I knew nobody who was raw, and I really had to turn people onto it and create the environment that I wanted. It's so important. I mean, people think they're going to. We've talked about this a lot, but it's so important. People think they're going to do something and ha- make a habit and create the life they want, but they're not going to change anything else. Well, mm-hmm. essentially, that other stuff, the anything else is going to pull you back. Well, look what because... I started. See what I, see what I started? <laughs> I asked a simple little question. I could go on and on She and took on. the whole 12 minutes, <laughs> and now we've got to go. So anyway, now you know how to go raw. This yep. is Revel. <laughs> Reminding you to always revel in life and remember to play with your food. And this is Alyssa saying you don't have to change your life to eat raw food, but it will change your life. Bye for now. Bye for now.